This AIM Hometown Innovations podcast is brought to you by Midwestern Engineers. Midwestern Engineers Incorporated is a longtime supporter of AIM and its member cities and towns. Midwestern specializes in water resources engineering for drinking water, wastewater, and stormwater systems. Since 1959, they have partnered with Hoosier Communities to plan, design, and build the infrastructure necessary for community development and prosperity. Midwestern Engineers serves cities and towns statewide from their full-service offices in Ligoti and Indianapolis. In addition to civil, mechanical, and electrical engineering, Midwestern assists municipalities with asset management planning, water loss audits, and validation services, permitting and environmental compliance, solar energy projects, and construction and inspection services. You can connect with Midwestern Engineers at any AIM event or by visiting MidwesternENG.com. Welcome to AIM Hometown Innovations Podcast. This podcast is designed to offer insights, best practices, and innovative solutions for the challenges facing Hoosier cities and towns. Each edition will offer ideas and inspiration while showcasing the talent and commitment of Indiana's local leaders. Enjoy the program. Hello, everybody. This is Matt Greller, CEO at AIM, and welcome to our AIM Hometown Innovations podcast. Got an excellent guest with us today, Uh, one of my favorite former mayors, uh, a mayor that uh, did a tremendous amount of work with our organization uh, over his nine plus years in office, or right at nine years in office, uh, Denny Spinner uh, from the city of Huntingburg. Now, though, the new Okra Executive Director. Denny, how are you doing? Doing well, Matt. Thanks for, uh, good to talk to you again. Good to be part of the team again. Yep. Um, you might have left the city of Huntingburg, but I don't think you've left the uh, municipal family at all, the local government family. I'm excited that uh, you're joining the the arsenal now, the uh, former elected officials from cities and towns that the uh, governor and lieutenant governor have brought on board. Uh, it's good to have so many familiar faces. So we'll we'll jump right in and talk a little bit about your new job and, and where your priorities are and where you think... Uh, some synergy with cities and towns and, and okra and building on the, the great success of the the agency over the last 10 or so years i would say at this point uh, since it was created you know we were talking a little bit before the governor had a at least it seemed like a pretty big announcement um in the state of the state last week about some sort of uh, regional collaboration regional cooperation uh program I'm sure it's going to include urban areas. I'm, I'm hopeful it's going to include uh, rural areas. What are you thinking? What are your early thoughts about that and where that uh, effort might be headed? Well, I think that there's, there's certainly in the mix, uh, Matt. The rural communities are, are uh, in the discussion ab- about that. You know, taking rural communities, uh, the governor's been a very supportive of rural areas in the past with his next level programs. And I think that uh, we're certainly in the discussion. Uh, the, the, the governor in his comments talked about the, the legislature weighing in. And I know we've had contact from a, a number of members of the legislature asking questions about uh, uh, the Stellar Communities Program and how it worked and how it would relate to a program like this. I think that collaboration and partnership is something that we, we've talked about the, as, as, a, as an agency at OCRA. 
And I think that rural leadership is the, the stellar program. Uh, one of its goals is to develop rural leadership. And I think uh, having a say in what happens with the funds that, that could be available uh, through this process is, is certainly something that we're very interested in. Stellar Communities is was suspended in, uh, in in the last year because of the COVID, that the, the, the money that, uh, that OCRA usually uh, set aside for those programs or redirected to emergency response. But I think what, what's good to remember uh, about Stellar is that really it was initiated back in 08 as a, res or 11 really, uh, but it started in 08 as a response to the, the, the economic downturn at that time. And so there's a lot of parallels to where we are right now. The economic downturn that we're experiencing now through COVID, Stellar, the, the Stellar idea is, is the, the, the program that we think can, can help with that rural revival. And certainly, Matt, we're in the discussion uh, with, with the, the governor's office. Uh, Lieutenant Governor Crouch is very, uh, very much involved in the conversation. Uh, she sees what this agency has been able to achieve through Stellar programs. Uh, I, I lived the Stellar program for, for several years. And part of the reason why I'm in this role is because of that experience. And I think that we'll, we'll have a voice at the table and we'll just see how it, how it bears out. But rural, the, the recognition that rural uh, Indiana is important is seen at, at both the governor's and lieutenant governor level. And it'll be a, a good discussion coming out forward um, for, for those needs. Yeah, that's a great parallel you, you made from the 08 economic crisis to now. I think there's a lot of similarities, certainly in, in understanding and your recognition, I think of, you know, we're not really going, we cities and towns in Indiana really won't feel that economic hit for another year or so when the income tax distributions begin to slide. But I, I think it's also important to remember that most of the communities in Indiana are small, under five, six, seven thousand in population, including the one that, that you serve for, for many years. I think it's also important, though, that there are regions of the state that are comprised of rural communities that are economic hubs. You know, I can't think of another place in the state where you have a concentration of economic vi viability like you do in Du Bois County where you're from. So it's crazy to omit uh, all parts of the state from these regional types of programs or not include all parts of, these, uh, of the state in these regional programs. I'm excited to, to hear what you're saying and what the governor's saying and the lieutenant governor's saying. Um, Excited to see where we're, we're heading and how we can uh, work together. So anything else on that topic that you all are thinking about or want to add? Well, part, part of the, part of the, uh, the task at hand, uh, before the, the, the governor made the announcement about the regional collaborative initiatives, uh, part, of, part of the work that I was doing as, as, as director of OCR was rethinking what the Stellar program would be like. And uh, certainly there are a lot of things that we have on the table that we're, we're looking at. And, and this, this would be a game changer if, if, if state dollars were involved. But the, the idea about Stellar helping lead uh, regional economic development efforts in, in, in rural areas and really raising up leaders that understand uh, what rural economic development is. I, th I think that the work that Stellar did, that the OCRA has always done, has always created a great foundation for communities to build on. And, and what, what our goal is, is to identify those, not only the, the physical needs that our, the community has, but also a new direction in, in identifying human needs. Uh, and most, one of our most recent uh, COVID responses, we've included uh, funding for mental health and for, for childcare uh, and issues like that, that, that are all rural communities issues as well as the infrastructure. Uh, we're we're kind of known for the infrastructure, you know, you, uh, Okra builds things and that's a great thing. 
but but creating the access to other uh, uh, resources in our state and also through our state uh, higher education institutions are, are, are well prepared to come in and stand beside cities to, to find not only the physical needs that the community has, but the mental aspect of things, the, the, the emotional aspect of things that what creates a true stellar community is not just building things, but creating an environment where everyone can be healthy and, and, and thrive. So that's, that's a direction that we're working very hard on and, and I, I'm very excited about uh, where we're going on that. And the Lieutenant Governor's very, very much uh, an advocate for, for um, the rural areas and, and making sure we have uh, healthy communities across the state. It's a good segue. You know, I, uh, ever since Okra came to be uh, years ago, I think the organization, the agency has been known as the, the people with the money, right? I mean, that's, uh, that's your claim to fame. What are some of the other projects and programs you think you'll be rolling out or building on or, or maintaining over the next year or so? And I, I guess the other piece that maybe you can talk a little bit about is Okra has always been so good within our organization of, you know, you've got your regional folks that are integrated in the communities, um, you know, your regular attendees at all of our meetings, whether it's roundtables and things like that. But uh, as we come out of COVID, you know, what are some of your, your goals on the funding side, but also just making sure that that Ochre retains the, the connection with the communities we all serve? Well, from, from, from a funding side, Matt, I think, the, the, again, I, I see Okra, uh, my experience as mayor was this, and I think that, that what you're, you're saying is absolutely correct. We're, we're known as a pretty foundational uh, uh, organization, and, and we want to we keep that identity. And, and you know, one of the, the resources that we've always been strong about and supportive of communities is, is everything to do with water, because without water, you're, you're not, you're not going to have a very viable community. So wastewater, water, stormwater pro projects are something that, that was never, never suspended through, through this last year. We've, we've continued to have, have, uh, have, have impact there. We've awarded in 2020 about $23 million in grants to improve wastewater, drinking water, and stormwater systems across the state. And, and uh, infrastructure is, is a top concern. Uh, you know, we, we've got to have that foundation to, to build communities on. And so that's, that's something we're known for, and that's going to continue. Some of the programs that, that maybe got uh, put to the side uh, because of COVID that we intend to roll out, and it's a matter of uh, identifying in the budget, we still want to be conservative and have, have some money available should things change and we need some more emergency response. But programs like uh, programs like uh, downtown, the Main Street program is, is is coming back with a with a lot of funding that we're we're directing towards Main Street. We're also looking at the historic preservation as as a way to to uh, continue to support the downtowns and and also uh, you know blight elimination programs were were suspended. And I think there's a there's a time uh, as part of that recovery that that program is going to be obvious. Uh, where we need to have uh, additional support again as, as communities build back. So those those are the areas that that I think you're going to see um, see uh, you know a, a, a additional funding or a funding redirected in those areas probably in the next year to year and a half. And as for you ask about connections with the communities, well, yep. one thing that I'm learning um, you know on the job now for about six weeks is. Uh, the great thing uh, that I've learned about is what a tremendous staff um, uh, we do have here at Okra and the, the amount of work that's done and, and the, the passion for work and serving the communities and uh, the, the presence of our community liaisons 
uh, in our six regions around the state is very, very important. Um, we've, we've kind of, uh, the, the, the challenges of social distancing have been there, but we are uh, ready and, and to, to get back engaged with, with the mayors, with the city leaders, with community leaders across those regions and, and get out and, uh, and, and have those face-to-face -face meetings. And if there's questions that, that anyone has about any of the programs, that first point of entry is that community liaison. There's a map on our, our uh, the OCRA website that shows who those, those folks are. And they're the grassroots people in this organization who, who can help you get those, that entryway. And uh, one of the uh, last week was my first time out of the office to do some community visits, visited a couple of the mayors in the, in the North, uh, Northwest part of the state and, and had some great conversations. So I, I think you're going to see uh, between the community liaisons and the main street programs, those are the, the gateways to, to that opening that conversation with rural communities. You know, I think I believe that uh, being a local elected official like you were prepares you for any job in the world. So you've got the best training out there. Um, how so far, I know you're six or seven weeks into the job, but so far, I assume you're taking a lot of the same mayoral practices you used in Huntingburg and applying them in Okra. Maybe talk a little bit about that. Well, it's it, it's the, the transition, Matt, uh, it, there's, a, there's a lot of similarity, really. Uh, you know, but when I when I was a citizen of, of Huntingburg and and had interest in running for office, you know what what your perception of of what the what the city office was before as a citizen is different than your perception that when you're in the chair making the decision as mayor, and and so it took you know it took me a while uh, as mayor to learn you know how it works, what works, who your partners are, who are the who are the 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 the, the people you need to know to to make things happen. And I think there's a lot of similarities with the transition I just made. You know, I, I had a relationship with Okra as a mayor for, for a long time. They were very uh, much uh, an organization that transformed our community. Uh, and then, but stepping from that role into the role where you're, you're inside the organization and sitting in the chair, that's a different chair. The experience I had as mayor is, is, was absolutely, is absolutely invaluable because just the method of understanding and, and getting up to speed on this uh, when, when you when you're elected mayor and you come in on January one, there's no there's no training period. You're you're the mayor on day one, and uh, I was the director of Okra on day one. So uh, having that understanding of what it took to do municipal government and to work through how government works, and having an understanding that has really paid a lot of dividends, and still doing a lot of learning. But uh, and I want to say to uh, to all the my. Uh, my fellow mayors that, went out, uh, that, that reached out to me in the last uh, six to eight weeks, uh, your, your support has been phenomenal. And uh, I, I can't tell you how, how much I appreciate just the words of, of support and, and uh, understanding that, that, uh, uh, that I am still learning things. But uh, as, as always, the, the group of uh, municipal leaders through AIM are, have been tremendously supportive of me as we made this transition. Well, the organization's uh, barely surviving since you've left. Uh, you're, you're, you're certainly missed in, in all seriousness. It's uh, not the same in, with you around at board meetings and, and other things, for sure. Um, I, I mentioned it earlier on, but the governor's done a, a remarkable job, I think, of uh, finding some of our best and brightest in municipal government and then taking them off the AIM board and putting them at various uh, spots in, in state government, <clears throat> which I hate to see everybody go, but thrilled to have so many friendly faces, whether it's at NDOT or DLGF or now OCRA, or 
or career and innovations uh, work that Blair Milo is doing. Have you met up with these uh, former colleagues of yours from the mayoral ranks and uh, have you formed a, your own caucus within the administration or what's going on? Well, uh, one of the first persons that I contacted uh, when, it, when even when I was in, in consideration for the position was, was uh, Commissioner McGinnis, uh, a, a fellow uh, a mayor who had made the transition from leading a city to leading a, a government agency. So. Uh, Joe McGinnis was was a was a, a trusted uh, uh, advisor for me as I made the decision to to make the transition. And one of my first meetings uh, uh, since being in office was with the NDOT commissioner because the relationship between Okra and NDOT uh, through stellar programs is very important. Uh, so we we've had a meeting. Uh, I left that meeting with the commissioner, and he was on the meeting with. Uh, the director of workforce development and careers programming and Blair Milo. So I said hi to Blair as I left the room, but no, and Blair and I have talked and we met uh, again, connecting our two agencies. Well, I, I, you know, I think what you're seeing, Matt, I, I think Governor Holcomb and Lieutenant Governor Crouch recognize uh, a trait that mayors have and all mayors have is that we're, 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 we're problem solvers. We're, we know how to, to get things done because when you're the mayor, you, you don't have a lot of time to, sometimes to form a caucus and to analyze things that there's, if there's a problem in the city that you need to, to address, you need to take action and you'd be able to make decisions and you, you, pro, you solve problems. And I think that that, that trait amongst all uh, local government leaders is something that's very attractive when you transfer that to uh, leading a state agency. There's, there's still a lot of hoops that you got to jump through. You got to follow the rules. You got to understand the rules, but the, the bottom line is, You've, you've got to solve problems and having that ability and that uh, that that trait, I guess, it would I think would be very attractive to to any agency. And I think that Commissioner McGinnis has, has proven that at NDOT. Uh, Blair Milo's proven that with her office, uh, DLGF, uh, having having an understanding of what uh, local government needs are when you have that those discussions is something that's, that's very well serves us very well as in these leadership roles. We can't forget the uh, the guy that grew up just down the street from me when when he was young with Scott Rudd and your Scott Rudd, office. another yeah, town manager. Yeah, of, yeah. yeah, and I tell you what, Scott's uh, Scott's in a uh, the you know the hottest issue at the legislature uh, is is broadband, and uh, Scott has done a great job of uh, ciphering through uh, the, the various offers that are out there, the the bills that are going through, and and holding and holding uh, the voice of, of rural Indiana in that those discussions uh, couldn't, couldn't ask for a better person to, to be a part of that, that discussion as well. Scott, Scott and I talk regularly about that. He's doing a great job. Yep. And West Bennett, of course, over DLGF too. Right. It's got to get them all, all mentioned. So I don't get in trouble. <laughs> you remember how that works. You know, last, uh, we can wrap up here pretty quick. Just one more quick question. I know you're, again, you're just a few weeks into the job, but, uh, any new programs or new programming that you're thinking about or trying to roll out? I know we've talked about the regional collaboration idea that that's out there already. Anything in addition to that? Well, I think part of it is, is uh, the rural road to recovery is something something we're focusing on. And those those are the, uh, the lieutenant governor's family of business all put out some specific goals to, to help the recovery. Uh, uh, one of my tasks right now is the organization of a rural affairs working group with uh, some stakeholders around the state to 
to do that. So uh, that's one of my uh, my tasks in front of me is to organize that group. And I want it to be a real working group that 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 does uh, gives me the feedback I need to make decisions in, in this organization. So the rural affairs working group uh, is something we're working on. We're doing some really good work uh, partnership again inside the family of business with uh, with the tourism and IDDC and talking about uh, uh, some some good uh, trail programs that, that might be coming out with a partnership. I think you look at our at, at who we are and it's a natural con- con- uh, connection between tourism and uh, rural communities and trails. And we're looking at partners in that. So, so I think we're gonna see some exciting conversations. Uh, we, we will be uh, play a role in that, but uh, the, uh, Misty uh, and, and Elaine and at IDDC and, and, uh, and with tourism are uh, working with us on, on programs to that nature. And I, I think, you're, you know, the, what, and again, the, the stellar program is, is really the, the number one uh, issue that we're trying to, to rethink and, and revise. And we, we see uh, uh, all those programs coming together with a focus on, on just serving, um, you know, rural communities. And I, you know, the move, the move here was, was, uh, was one that uh, took a lot of decision on my part. Uh, but the, the, the passion I had for my community, I, I, I think I'm carrying and seeing other communities around the state and the opportunities they have to excel. Uh, that's what excites me about being here. I can, I can help play a role in that and maybe uh, a little, lead a little uh, uh, advice to the, to the work as it goes along. Well, we, uh, like I said, hated to see you leave uh, the city of Huntingburg, but sure as heck happy to have you where you are now and, I think uh, obviously we'll continue this partnership hopefully for many years to come in your current role. And uh, thanks for joining us. Uh, best of luck in the new position and uh, look forward to seeing you hopefully with uh, some actual le- local elected officials face-to-face here before long. So, Well, I, 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 hope, that the, I hope the next idea summit is, a, is not virtual and we'll be there to see all of you. Yeah, no kidding. Us too. Thank you. Thank you. The same Hometown Innovations podcast was sponsored by Midwestern Engineers. 